Good morning and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Wednesday, January 24th. On today's show, WhatsApp's EU-induced cross-platform messaging feature is spotted in the iOS app, and an increasing consumer appetite for sustainable packaging is powering a new wave of startups. Plus, the ex-iPhone app adds passwordless logins with passkeys. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a look at WhatsApp's latest development. They are working on a third-party chats feature in its iOS app, a move that mirrors a similar feature found in the Android version last year. This development comes as a result of the EU's Digital Markets Act, which will require dominant messaging apps in Europe, like WhatsApp, to offer interoperability with other services. The act is set to go into force this March. Joining us now to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Michael, could you tell us more about this third-party chats feature and why it's being developed? Certainly, David. This feature was first spotted by WayBeta Info in the latest beta version of WhatsApp's iOS app. The third-party chats feature is essentially a response to the EU's Digital Markets Act. The act aims to ensure fair competition in the digital market by requiring dominant messaging apps to offer interoperability with other services. This means that users of apps like WhatsApp should be able to communicate with users of other messaging services. So this is a direct result of legislation. But how exactly will this feature work? While the specifics are not yet clear, The general idea is that the feature will allow WhatsApp users to send and receive messages from users of other messaging apps. This could potentially open up a whole new level of communication and collaboration across different platforms. And what does this mean for users? What kind of impact can they expect? The main impact for users will be increased flexibility and convenience. They will no longer be restricted to communicating only with other WhatsApp users. They will be able to reach out to users of other messaging apps directly from WhatsApp. This could potentially make communication more seamless and efficient. That's quite a significant change. What about iMessage? Will it also be required to offer interoperability? The EU's Digital Markets Act is primarily targeting dominant messaging apps. While iMessage is popular, it's not as widely used as WhatsApp in Europe. Therefore, it's unlikely that iMessage will be required to offer interoperability, at least for now. Interesting. We'll certainly be keeping an eye on how this develops. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Now, shifting gears to the packaging market, valued at around 1 trillion euros globally, it's seeing a surge of digital innovation. Berlin-based startup Packmatic, a digital packaging marketplace, has raised a 15 million euro Series A round led by EQT Ventures. The company plans to use the funds to expand further into European markets. Here with more on this is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about Packmatic and its plans? Certainly, David. Packmatic operates a marketplace network of over 300 packaging suppliers across Europe. It matches large companies and FMCG brands with specialized packaging suppliers, leading to potential cost savings of up to 15% for its customers. The company also emphasizes sustainable packaging. Packmatic's software platform allows customers to manage all their packaging online, addressing issues of cost, sustainability, and management efficiency. And how does Packmatic compare to other startups in this field? 
The packaging industry has seen a number of startups recently. For instance, Poland-based PackHelp, which raised $58.2 million in 2021, offers a SaaS product for enterprise clients, focusing on customizable and environment-friendly packaging. Similarly, Manchester-based Sourceful raised a $19 million Series A funding round in 2022. Sourceful's platform allows businesses to find products within a marketplace of vetted suppliers across the UK and Asia, and it also offers an ISO-verified carbon footprint estimation approach. What are some of the common challenges these startups are trying to address? These startups are tackling issues of price transparency and clunky buying processes in the packaging industry. They're also addressing the industry's need to adapt to an on-demand, made-to-order world. Suppliers often struggle with visibility, and these digital platforms are designed to help with that. Additionally, there's a growing demand for sustainable packaging, which these startups are keen to meet. Speaking of sustainability, how significant is this factor in the packaging industry? Sustainability is a major concern. A survey by BCG across eight countries, including the US, Japan, Germany, and China, found that 36% of consumers were concerned about sustainability in their packaging. However, only 1% to 7% had paid a premium for sustainable purchases. This gap suggests a growing pressure on suppliers to meet this consumer demand, which could drive the rise of these new digital marketplaces. Thank you, Abby, for that insightful observation on the evolving packaging industry. Speaking of evolution in tech, Company X has announced that it's now supporting passkey logins on iPhones and iPads, allowing users to bypass password entry when logging into their accounts. Instead, they can rely on the device's security measures, such as Face ID, Touch ID, or the device's passcode. This feature is available to all members, regardless of their premium status. Here with more on this is our correspondent Celeste. Can you tell us more about this passkey technology? Certainly, David. Passkeys essentially tie your account's security to the security of your device. They work by generating two cryptographic keys, one stored on X's servers and another one locally on your device. It's like a very secure remember this device system. This technology has been adopted by several major tech companies, including Google, PayPal, Microsoft, and Nintendo to allow passwordless logins. Interesting. And who can access this feature currently? At the moment, Passkeys are only available in the U.S. and only for iPhone and iPad users. X hasn't revealed when it plans to roll out the login technology on Android, for desktop operating systems, or in other countries. Also, the rollout of passkeys doesn't seem to be complete yet, as some users reported still not having access as of Tuesday night on the East Coast. So, it's still in the early stages of rollout. What are the potential benefits of this passkey technology? The main advantage of passkey technology is that it enhances security while also simplifying the login process. By tying the account's security to the device, it reduces the risk of password-related security breaches. It also eliminates the need to remember and enter a password every time you log in, which can be a significant convenience for users. That's certainly a step forward in terms of security and convenience. Thanks for the update, Celeste. Now let's switch gears to the gaming world where Nintendo has announced the date and time for the discontinuation of online services for its 3DS and Wii U software. The shutdown is scheduled for April 8, 2024, at 4 p.m. PT, 7 p.m. ET. For our listeners in Japan, it will be the morning of April 9th at 9 a.m. 
Here with more details is our correspondent. James, can you tell us more about what this means for Nintendo users? Certainly, David. If you're a user of the 3DS or Wii U systems, you should be aware that any unused eShop balance tied to a Nintendo Network ID will need to be linked with a Nintendo account by March 11th at 10pm PT. This will allow those funds to be used to buy items for use with the Nintendo Switch. Even if you don't have a Switch, you can still create an account and merge the funds. So, this is a significant change for Nintendo users. What led to this decision? Nintendo announced the spring shutdown a few months ago. While the 3DS had a successful run with 75 million sales from its launch in 2010 through its discontinuation in 2020, the Wii U was one of Nintendo's worst performing consoles ever, with just 13 million or so sales. Services like StreetPass, Pokemon Bank, and PokeTransporter will continue on, but SpotPass services and the Nintendo Badge Arcade will be discontinued. What will happen to online play and other data after the shutdown? Even with the online service shutdown, Nintendo has assured users that it will still be possible to download update data and re-download purchased software and downloadable content from the Nintendo eShop for the foreseeable future. However, the shutdown will bring an end to online play, leaderboards, and other data. That's a significant update for Nintendo users. Thanks for the information, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.